Hi, this is Anthony Simone, and this is my very first podcast of Entrepreneur's Island. Entrepreneur's Island. It's an island. It sounds really nice. It's a tropical island. There's a warm breeze. Sun is shining. The sound of the waves in the background. Seagulls up above. But unfortunately, the entrepreneur realizes very quickly that they're stranded. They're alone. There's no way off the island. And they're not even sure how they got there. But for entrepreneurs, it's a common story. They're really good at what they do. And they use their God-given talent to create a, a very high-quality product or service. And because of that, the customers keep coming back. And those customers tell friends. And their friends tell friends. And before you know it, that side business turns into a full-time viable company. And that's where the trouble begins. Because the, the entrepreneur has to begin to hire employees. And the entrepreneur expects those employees to just take over where the entrepreneur left off. But unfortunately, the entrepreneur knows how to run the business only one way. The way they ran it as they grew the business. When they were just by themselves. So at that point, the entrepreneur didn't have to communicate with anybody. Didn't have to uh, worry about any of the responsibilities. The entrepreneur did everything and knew everything. But once the entrepreneur hires the employees and expects these employees to take over, many times the common problem is the same. They don't communicate with the employees. They don't let go of the responsibilities. And so that's where the trouble begins. And that's where the frustration begins on both sides. The entrepreneur doesn't give job descriptions to the employees. The employees have no idea what they're supposed to do. And many of them are highly qualified to get the job done. But the entrepreneur doesn't let go. And since the entrepreneur, a lot of these entrepreneurs are lone wolves, they don't share their problems. Because they're sure that their problems are unique. They don't get out too often, you see. And that's how they end up on Entrepreneur's Island. But if they did get out, if they weren't working as many hours as they did in the company, they would realize that their problems are not unique. They would realize that there's other entrepreneurs, other business people, even in other industries, that have the same problems or had the same problems and have solutions. And that's what this podcast is all about. Sharing the common problems that entrepreneurs experience and offering solutions. I see your SOS signal. And the boat is coming to pick you up one entrepreneur at a time. I hope you enjoy this podcast.
Our first topic is the energy drain list. Whenever I first start working with a uh, business owner or an entrepreneur, I, uh, I like to uh, meet with them and uh, get to know them, take some time, understand the culture of their company. Uh, sometimes I'll even go as far as uh, uh, talking to the employees to get a better feel for what's going on on the, on the floor. And when I sit down with the owner, one of the first things that I always like to do with them is to uh, set them up on a, on a goal program, goal setting and goal execution. And whenever I do that, I ask them ahead of time to uh, kind of list out what kind of goals they want to accomplish. Just list out all of the goals that uh, they've tried to accomplish in the past that just weren't successful or uh, some that um, they still want to sometime in the future and uh, the ones that they want to accomplish today. And when I meet with them, many times, a lot of them don't really know where to begin. Some of them have this long list of goals, but yet really don't know where to start, which one to start with, um, that sort of thing. So when I sit down with them, one of the first exercises we do is called the energy drain list. And basically all it is is I, I get a notepad, and on this notepad, I write on the top of the notepad energy draining activities that I engage in. And I give them this notepad, and I tell them, you know, fill it out. Fill it out right now, and when they do, I, I give them five, ten minutes, just uh, the first things that come to mind, and usually there's five, six or so on the list, and I tell them, now I want you to take this pad for the next two weeks till we meet again. I want you to continue to write down energy-draining activities as you're working because what I tell them is that during the moment, when they're doing their job, they'll recognize that there are a considerable amount more of energy draining activities that they work on during the day. So two weeks later, I sit down with them and what we typically see, no longer five or six energy draining activities, we're usually in the 15, 20, 25 range, depending on the person. And this is where we start with setting goals. What I explained to them is that one of the reasons why they're uh, without time, they're uh, busy, they're not accomplishing a lot of the uh, goals that they're trying to, has more to do with that energy draining list than anything else. When we look at the list, almost almost invariably that list is filled with activities that are burning their time, things that they shouldn't be doing in the first place, things that they, for some one reason or another, just aren't letting go of. But those things are what are preventing them from working on the revenue-generating business that they made successful in the first place. They're not working on 
the things that they're good at. They're focusing on all those other, well, energy-draining activities. And when it's energy-draining, what happens is that it takes a lot longer to complete. Whenever you're doing something that you don't enjoy doing, it takes a heck of a lot longer. Or you just procrastinate and you just ignore it and then it piles up and then it's even harder and takes even longer to complete. So what we try to do, what I try to do with them is I set goals around these energy drain activities. What what we try to do is work towards bringing down that list. The goal is to have nothing on the energy drain list, but that's almost virtually impossible. But if we can bring that goal, if we can bring that list, the number of energy draining activities on that list down from say 20 to 5, there is a considerable amount of time that that owner, that that entrepreneur gets back and now can focus on what they're good at, can get back to the core of what created the company in the first place. And I ask you, if you were to put together a notepad of energy drain activities, what would you discover? Give it a try. You'll be amazed at what you find on that list. Especially if you spend two weeks doing it, because now if you have that notepad nearby, it's in the back of your mind, so in the moment, you just write it down. And you will be amazed at what's on that list. And everything on that list, especially if you have employees, you need to pass it off immediately. Immediately. That's why you hired your employees. If you don't have employees, you need to hire an employee and give them all of those activities. Your time is the most scarce resource that you have. If you're wasting it on energy draining activities, you are your your business, your company is suffering. So give it a try and see how it works for you. Okay, I received an email from Deborah, and she's a business owner, an entrepreneur, and was hoping to get off of Entrepreneur's Island. She has two kids in her business, and she feels that she's stunting their growth by allowing them to work there. One of her kids runs a division that has never made money over the past six years that the the child was running the, the, the division. The younger of the two doesn't have a role or experience, but is working there and getting paid and just kind of filling in here and there. She feels they both take advantage of the situation, coming in late, leaving early. Uh, 
acting as if they own the place. And she's concerned about how that's affecting the employees. She's noticing a change in the employees' attitudes. And also that um, perhaps she's feeling that they're not taking her as seriously. Her older child just got married, the one who's running the division, just got married, has a, has, has a child on the way. And the younger child gets free rent at her house, at one of the houses she owns. And as time goes on, she's realizing that it's getting more complicated. She knows she's enabling, she admits it, but she's a parent, and she's a parent. It's as simple as that, and and so she's been on Entrepreneur's Island for a long time. But now she wants to get off. She wants your help. So I'm asking you, what would you do, or what have you done in a situation like that? Family, businesses are complicated. I think we can all agree to that. They are complicated. And hopefully somebody out there who's listening to this has had certain experiences. What have you done? We want to know. I want to know for a future podcast. But please send me a reply so that we can get back to Deborah on a future podcast. You can send a response to you're the expert now at gmail.com, your, Y-O-U-R-E-T-H-E-E-X-P-E-R-T-N-O-W.com, or at gmail.com. Or you could leave your message at this podcast, and then we'll use that in a future podcast. Let's help Deborah get off Entrepreneur's Island.